the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery, with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses or stars of David, they add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. This is the Bob France Authority on AM 1420. The answer. Yes, indeed it is, and yes, we are live now at seven minutes after the hour of nine o'clock on this Tuesday, the 26th morning of the 10th month of the year of our Lord, 2021. Obviously, uh, apologies for yesterday. We had uh, some internet issues, some outages outside of our control, outside of our building, in fact, uh, had to do with the storms and the rain and the other things that happened. So yesterday, we couldn't go live. We gave you a best of show. Hopefully, you enjoyed that, uh, even though I know you wanted to comment on or talk about or listen to the top stories of the day. That is what I will de- deliver to you today, including maybe what we may have missed yesterday. So I promise we'll make it up to you with two great guests today. Coming up in a half an hour, we're going to talk with... Um, Josh Mandel, who is one of the candidates for the Ohio uh, Senate seat that is going to be vacated by Rob Portman. Uh, We have been talking to the candidates on a fairly regular basis, uh, all of them. Uh, Well, the exception of Jane Timken. For some reason, she doesn't want to come back on anymore. I don't know why. Maybe that's something to do with um, exposing her uh, in uh, the first interview she did for me after she announced her candidacy, exposing her as the fraudulent uh, um, candidate that she is. I don't know. But she didn't want to come. But I have had Bernie Moreno and Mike Gibbons and J.D. Vance, and uh, I've had Josh Mandel, and I've had Mark Pukita, and I've had, uh, um, who else? Who am I missing? i got to be missing somebody. I had Matt Dolan. Uh, at any rate, though, and uh, today it's Josh Mandel who is back up with us. We're going to talk to him about some of the news of the day and, of course, the state of that race. Then at 1010, it wouldn't be Tuesday without Kersenow. Peter Kersenow will be joining us at 10 minutes after the, the second hour of the broadcast, and he's got a lot, I know, that he wants to uh, get off of his chest. So Mandel and Kersenow are the two guests today. Your phone calls before, between, and after those guests are welcome at 216-901-0945 or 888-281-1110. Either one of those numbers is just hunky-dory with me. We'll get you up and on the radio. Now, before we start with the news of the day, would you join me? 
by rising. And uh, wherever you may be, unless you're driving, rise if you can. And put your hand over your heart. Face a flag nearby if you have one. Face one out the window if your neighbor has one. If you uh, just want to put a picture of one up somewhere, face your flag and join me in the Pledge of Allegiance. Patriots, I know how you feel about this country, and you'll say it loud and proud. Far leftists, Democrats, Biden voters, supporters of uh, $3.50 a gallon gasoline, you can go ahead and take your knee. We know you don't believe in freedom anyway. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And that is indeed what it is all about, and that is why we continue to discuss issues like the vaccine mandates and why we continue to discuss freedom and liberty and how much uh, of an assault it is under right now. I want to start, though... um, by talking about our rights to be heard, about the, our First Amendment rights to the petition the government for the redress of our grievances. That is the fifth of the five components of the First Amendment, the five protections afforded us in the First Amendment. You know it, even if you don't know the First Amendment by heart, you know that first it is the freedom of religion and the freedom to practice religion. You know that the second of these, uh, as they're listed, is the freedom of speech. You know it's about the freedom of the press, the freedom of the right to peaceably assemble, and the last one again is the, the right to petition the government for the redress of our grievances. Um, the left embodied by the Biden administration believes that you should not have the right to petition the government for a redress of grievances. In fact, if you do so, and particularly if you do so vocally and forcefully and passionately, you should be investigated by the FBI and frightened into hiding and into silence. Uh, we know the story by now. I'm not breaking new ground here. You know that uh, the National School Board Association wrote the letter a couple of weeks back to the president and said, we demand that you do something about these parents that are coming to the school board meetings and yelling at us because of critical race theory or because of trans agendas or because of pornographic gender sex education and other things that we're doing in our schools. Do something about them. Use the Patriot Act. Sick the feds on these domestic terrorists. This is a paraphrase of what the letter from the National School Board Association said. Now, featured in that letter were examples of domestic terrorist parents going crazy and committing terrible acts of violence and threatening and intimidation and harassment. The feature in this one was Scott Smith. Scott Smith was a dad, or is a dad, in Loudoun County, Virginia, which has kind of become the center point, the flashpoint, or the centerpiece of this entire debate. Scott Smith went before the Loudoun County School Board to complain about the transgender policies in the schools that led to his daughter being raped in a bathroom by a boy who put on a skirt and said, I'm non-binary, and went into the bathroom and raped his daughter. Now, you may be thinking, that's a little extreme. Come on, what'd he do? Did he kiss her? Well, that's what the school board thought when Scott Smith came to that board meeting to demand changes because of what happened to his daughter. They didn't believe him. They said, we don't believe you or your daughter. That enraged Scott Smith to the point where he was yelling at them. 
His daughter had already been to the hospital and had a rape kit performed, rape kit performed, proving she had been sexually assaulted in some terrible ways. And as he's yelling, he is being considered a threat. A domestic terrorist. He's tackled by police. He's dragged out of there. He's charged for crying out loud for defending his daughter against this radical policy of transgender uh, bathroom assistance. So Scott Smith is called a, a domestic terrorist and, and included in that letter to Joe Biden. Joe Biden forwards that letter to Merrick Garland, who reads the letter. He's the AG and then says, yep, we agree. And then writes a memo to the FBI saying you will investigate these parents who threaten, harass or intimidate school board members or other school officials. Now, that's all backstory. I've given you that story. You've known that story for a while now. Here's what you may or may not know. The update to the story. The teenage male wearing a skirt, proclaiming that, I'm not a boy, I'm not a girl, I'm just me, I'm I'm non-binary. Okay? I don't care if you're non-binary in your head, I don't care what you think you are, what you don't get to do is go into girls' bathrooms and rape girls. The update to the story is he's been convicted. The teenage male who put on a skirt and said, I'm non-binary, look at me go, has been accused and now convicted of sexually assaulting the ninth grader, a freshman at Stonebridge High School in Loudoun County. Convicted on all charges. A juvenile court judge said the evidence was enough to convict, but has not sentenced the teenager who is now 15. This happened in May. He's now 15. He's had a birthday. He was 14 when he did it. But the judge isn't going to sentence this guy until he's tried for another assault at a different high school by the same teenage male playing the, look at me, I'm a non-binary person. Some days I feel male, some days I feel female. It's just depends on the day. And I'll go where I want, however I feel. And the school board at Loudoun County says, that's right. That's how it works. You just do you, whatever your identity is. Problem is, is what he did wasn't just acting out and becoming and and uh, uh, expressing himself. The problem, problem is, is what he did to that girl. The Loudoun County Sheriff's Department confirmed that the boy who was just convicted on all charges had been charged with two counts of forcible sodomy. You heard me. I didn't misspeak. Two counts of forcible sodomy. Bill Stanley of the Stanley Law Group represented the victim, said in a statement, We are relieved that justice was done today for the Smith's daughter. The horrible incident has deeply affected the Smith family, and they are grateful for today's outcome. Scott Smith, the father, as I mentioned, was at a school board meeting in June, one month after this happened, not even a full month after this happened, when a woman said she didn't believe his daughter was raped, called him a liar. The superintendent defended the school's transgender bathroom policy at the same meeting, saying, We're not aware of any such assaults that have happened in our schools. So the policy stands, Scott Smith was essentially ignored. Scott Smith, by the way, was prosecuted, found guilty of disorderly conduct and resisting arrest. The school, the assault against Smith's daughter, which took place and was reported on May 28th, 
The school told Smith they would handle it internally. He called the police to get the police involved. But on October 6th, the same boy who was convicted of that May assault was charged with another assault at a different high school. So literally, what, two weeks ago? Three weeks ago? At a different high school. The Smiths, as you can imagine, are suing the school district. The Smith family stands stronger than ever in moving forward to ensure that those responsible in the Loudoun County school system are held accountable so that this may never happen again to anyone else's child. The case has become a focus of the national debate over the rights of parents to exercise control over their child's education and school experience, from transgender bathroom policy to masking to critical race theory. So there's the update to the story. The male who was convicted, or the male was convicted, of four, two counts of forcible sodomy, sexual assault, rape, of a ninth grade girl. The dad who complained about it too loudly was called a domestic terrorist, and because of it, the FBI now is going to try to investigate, or at least scare people into thinking they're going to investigate people who go to their school boards and complain in the same manner. The First Amendment erased. This is, this is the goal, the erasure of the First Amendment. Make no mistake about that, particularly the part about petitioning the government for the redress of our grievances. Scott Smith had a grievance, a legitimate one, and he was arrested and actually convicted of a couple of uh, minor crimes in the process. So what does all of this mean going forward? What it should mean to you is that our rights are under assault like never before. Our rights and even our right to protect our children and to be a part of their education, a part of their school experience, is under attack like never before. What I'm about to play for you is probably something you don't want to hear, and it's gonna—it's not graphic or anything. It's just unbelievable. And it's going to be an earworm. It's going to be stuck in your head, and you're going to be hating me for playing this for you. But there's a, there's a TikTok video that has been shared by an account called Libs of TikTok. Libs of TikTok does a great job of shining a spotlight on all some of the most insane uh, left-wing nuts on TikTok, which, of course, is the short video creating slash sharing uh, social media platform that kids love. There's an adult woman that's singing the song that I'm about to play for you. According to multiple reports, I just don't have any confirmation of this, but according to multiple reports, multiple reports, she is a teacher, and moreover, she's a kindergarten teacher. And this kindergarten teacher went on video and sang a song calling parents domestic terrorists, just as Merrick Garland agreed with the school board association that parents who try to get involved in their kids' educations are domestic terrorists. Believe me when I tell you this, you can't unhear what you are about to hear, but I'm going to play it anyway. Here's your ostinato. Terrorists, terrorists, purple for parents are. Terrorists, terrorists, purple for parents are. While some had good intentions, they all were misinformed. Now threatening violence, boxing teachers has become the norm. They come to school board meetings with lots of things to say. And they will bully, cuss, or scream if they don't get their way. (sighs) I warned you. (laughs) She's a teacher. She's in charge of children. Here's your ostinato, she said. 
Terrorist, terrorist, purple for parents are. Terrorist, terrorist, purple for parents are. This is literally what she's saying to these kids. While some had good intentions, they all were misinformed. Now threatening violence, doxing teachers has become the norm. They come to school board meetings with lots of things to say, but they will bully, cuss, and scream if they don't get their way. This is a teacher demonizing the parents of the children that she teaches. You shouldn't have a say in what we do to your kids, with your kids. We are in charge. You don't get to have a say. Here's your ostinato. Terrorist, terrorist, purple for parents are. Terrorist, terrorist, purple for parents are. While some had good intentions, they all were misinformed. Now threatening violence, doxing teachers has become the norm. They come to school board meetings with lots of things to say. And they will bully, cuss, or scream if they don't get their way. If you think it's disturbing hearing that, you should see what I have to see. As I see her bug eyes literally protruding from her head. And this weird, demented, almost almost evil smile on her face as she sings about terrorist parents. All wanting to have their say. Cussing and screaming and doxing teachers and threatening these evil terrorists. How can people like that be allowed to be in charge of kids? If you can figure it out and tell me, I'm all ears. 216-901-0945-888-281-1110. I can't quite get it through my thick skull. Maybe you can explain it. We'll continue right after this. Okay, 927, we continue on AM 1420, The Answer. I got uh, Josh Mandel coming our way at 935 to talk about a host of issues related to the Senate race. We'll get uh, your phone calls as well. In fact, let's squeeze one in now before the bottom of the hour from Mark in Fairview Park. Hey, Mark, go right ahead. Thanks, Bob. I just want to mention that George uh, uh, or, or Jordan, uh, he handled Garland like you handled the Gonzales. Great job. But yeah, uh, he anyhow, he did, he did a great job. He always does. But you know what? The worst part about that, I and I'll talk to him. I'm going to talk to Jordan on uh, Friday because I would have had him yesterday, but we had our problems. Um, the worst part about it is, you know, he can dissect these these witnesses like uh, Garland all he wants, and then at the end of the day, Garland suffers no consequences. No, uh, no, uh, you know, there's no. Uh, Nothing done that to fix the situation that is pointed out by members of Congress. That's the real frustrating part about the way these committee hearings go. Bob, I've got two other things. I'm going to make it really quick. I listened to Charlie Kirk yesterday, and uh, he was discussing, uh, discussing uh, Dr. Mengele, excuse me, Dr. Fauci, and the uh, experiments and that that are held on these animals, such as beagles. They're doing, they were doing testing down in Tunisia with cages on their heads so the flies could eat, eat their faces and that to death. And uh, it, uh, my brother even called me from uh, California, and Shapiro was talking about all this stuff, too, that's coming out now. That's one thing. Another thing, on the 11th, I, I, I took this note down because it's a different subject, but it deals with this uh, 
climate and uh, the, the climate situation. The uh, uh, I was watching uh, one of some of these morning shows, and uh, I got to figure out. You know, I got to watch them so I can uh, uh, find out that uh, they're not they're making gender free Legos or something like that. This kind of nonsense that goes by. But ticker tape was going by. And uh, I noticed this thing. They said the last four months, the Antarctic has been the coldest on record. And I said, what? You know, so I, I sat there and I, I watched it go by a second time. You know, Antarctic, last four months, has been the coldest on record. And here I thought it was melting. Anyhow, that's all I got. All right, my friend, I appreciate the phone call. Yeah, I'm going to be talking about uh, uh, Fauci lied, Beagles died a little bit later on in the program, I promise you. It is horrific. I don't wish I didn't have that story to tell because when you talk about it and describe it, uh, it is it is just simply disgusting to hear the torturing, and thanks for the call, the torturing of uh, of these dogs in the name of research. But you're right, and I put that on Facebook myself, uh, the, the notion of... Uh, Dr. Fauci, or is it Dr. Mengele? Uh, I, I don't know which one he is, but he obviously there is a, there is a connection there. Torture in the name of research is, is something that cannot be allowed ever. And I don't care if it's on beagles or if it's on human beings or if it's on rats, for that matter. Torture is torture. I do understand the need to uh, advance medical science, but what we're talking about here goes beyond that. And I'll tell you that story if you haven't already heard it. If you have already heard it, I'll give you my thoughts on it when we continue on AM 1420, The Answer. We'll get news now, and then uh, Josh Mandel will join us on AM 1420, The Answer. When all is well, when all is all for all, 1806. Yeah, we have not talked about the uh, message line very often uh, for a while, just kind of... Uh, slip by the wayside there. Remember that number. That's not the one to get on live. The one to get on live, you always know, is 216-901-0945. But if it's after the show or, you know, you're listening to the show via podcast and something strikes you uh, later in the day or whatever the case might be, uh, then go ahead and dial 216-525-1806 and uh, uh, leave a message for us. And we will play those uh, as the situation arises. All right. As promised, now let's uh, welcome to the, to the program. Welcome back to the program, former Ohio treasurer, and now one of the uh, many Republican candidates to replace Rob Portman as Ohio's uh, as an Ohio senator, Josh Mandel, back with us now on AM fourteen twenty. The answer, Josh. Good morning. How are you? Hey, Bob. Having a great morning so far. How are you? I'm good. I appreciate you pulling over the uh, car to, to get on a landline for us. Uh, cell phone I'm, service is sometimes spotty. That's 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 uh, that's clutch, man. I appreciate you doing that. I'm coming at you from Bucyrus, Ohio. I was not getting good reception, so uh, pulled into a buddy's business here. And I love I gotta tell you, I, Yeah, I, I, I got to tell you, I, I saw your post this morning about Team Chappelle. Yeah. I, I love it, man. I, I, I watched that Chappelle special last week. I've been talking about it everywhere because what these crazy liberals are doing to go after him, and and, and here's the thing. It was like, you know, the, the he's an equal offender. He's the greatest comedian of all time, and he goes after everyone. Like, and and that's what comedy is. I, I, I just thought the special was awesome. And then, the funny thing is, when they did the Netflix walkout, I guarantee you there probably weren't even like too many transgender people in there. It was, it was a bunch of like young woke white liberals who just want to belong to the club and virtue be liked signalers. by each other. Yeah, virtue signalers, people who are there yeah. trying to say, "I stand with the transgender community," and blah blah blah, and all this wokeness. And you're right, Dave Chappelle. I mean, first of all, I'll be honest with you. 100%. 
I've been a big, big Dave Chappelle fan for a very long time. I didn't find that last special of his, The Closer, to be all that funny. And at its moments, because he's Dave Chappelle and he's hilarious. But so much of it was a lecture, and some of it, so much of it was addressing his back and forth with the LGBT community and his transgender friend and so forth. I didn't find it his best work. But I will tell you this, Josh, and I'll ask you this too. Um, is the free is 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 the First Amendment and our freedom of speech just a slogan, or is it an actual constitutional right? To me, he's got the constitutional right to say anything on that stage he wants to, without fear of offending a transgender person or a, a white male, Christian male like you or like me. He's got the right to do that, and nobody should be allowed to cancel him for it. The First Amendment is indeed a constitutional right. It's not a slogan. I, I, can I tell you a story about? my rights being trampled first amendment uh, recently please so i've been traveling around the state because there's moms and dads around the state have been inviting me to school board meetings to speak on on their behalf and so there was this mom in the lakota school district with is just north of cincinnati invites me down there and she in accordance with the school board rules she gets up and says i'm going to yield my time to my designee josh mandel so i get up there and i start Going after the school board, I said, listen, you guys got to stop teaching this critical race theory. It's dividing our kids. It's teaching our kids to be racist. It it lies about American history, and it stomps on the grave of Martin Luther King. You know, it, it totally perverts and flips upside down the concept of judging people by content of character rather than color of skin. Then I told them they got to stop with the mask mandates. I said, you know, I said, who the heck do you think you are as school board members and school bureaucrats? to tell a mom or dad whether their kid's going to wear a mask. You know, it should be up to us as parents. And then I, and then I ta- told them how outrageous it is about that they're teaching the comprehensive sex education where they're you know, telling five-year-olds that they can pick their gender. And I made it very clear there's only two genders, boys are boys and girls are girls. So they responded by calling the sheriffs up to the front of the room to have me removed. <laughs> And I, did, I, I, as a I sheriff apologize. Counselor, did I miss it? Did I miss it? Maybe I missed it when you just described what you said. Uh, did you threaten them with violence? No. Did you intimidate or harass them? I'll send you the video. I'll text it to you. I mean, it, it is. I, I, I was calm the whole time. I was there in accordance with their own school board rules. I was there exercising my First Amendment right. And I turned around to the moms and dads. There. I was like, is, "Is this a public meeting? Is this America?" Because and, and the. And the the problem is the reason that little school board in Lakota, Ohio, felt empowered to do that is because they know that they have the cover from the Attorney General of the United States who's calling us parents domestic terrorists for showing up at school board meetings wanting to fight for what's best for our kids. So they escorted you out of the Lakota School District uh, School I'm sorry, Lakota Schools Board of Education meeting uh, because they didn't like what you had to say. Essentially, they disagreed with your opinion on critical race theory and any of the other things that you brought up, and so they had you physically removed by the police or the sheriffs. Exactly, and I'll, I'll tell you, uh, tell you what I said to the sheriff as he was walking me walking me out of the building because he felt bad. You know, I said to him, I said, "Listen, you took the same oath when you became a sheriff that I took when I joined the Marine Corps." You took an oath to defend the Constitution, and I said, I feel bad for you that these elected school board members are putting you in this position to totally violate your oath because you know that you're violating my First Amendment rights 
by having me removed from a meeting just by speaking my mind uh, and doing it in accordance with the school board rules. And, you know, he was being careful. He didn't really want to respond, but I think he agreed with me. I mean, it, it, it's outrageous. It is completely outrageous. And, you know, I remember a, a, a time in America when school boards would complain that, you know, there, there's not enough. We wish there were more parents showing up at the meetings. We wish there were more people from the community showing up at the meetings. So now we're showing up, Bob. The moms and dads are showing up. The taxpayers are showing up, and the school boards don't want to face the heat. And uh, oh. at the end of the day, you know, these, these school board members, they're elected officials. They have to run for office. You know, if you don't want to face the parents and face the taxpayers, then get the heck out of that seat. Yeah, no, I completely concur. Josh, I'm going to go into another direction here, too. Uh, we're talking to Josh Mandel. He is a former treasurer here in Ohio. He is one of the, uh, in fact, according to some polls, he's leading by pretty comfortable margins, a pack of Republican primary candidates in the race for Ohio Senate, or for the Senate seat from Ohio, rather, in the U.S. Senate. Josh, Joe Biden was back out lying yesterday, again, about his Build Back Better plan and his uh, multi-trillion dollar spending bill. He says this is, he continues to insist that it costs costs nothing, uh, zero dollars. And he says that part of that is going to be a big tax cut uh, for middle-class families in the form of child tax credits. He said that those tax credits essentially are tax cuts for middle-class America, and so this is good for people and good for working families. Let me ask you something, Josh. At a, in a country right now that is facing 5.4% uh, inflation increases, that is expected to extend through, not into, but through 2022, 40% higher gas prices, 20% higher beef prices, and we could go on and on and on down the line with all of these things that are affecting middle-class America. Can we afford to devalue the dollar anymore, creating more inflation by spending $3.5 trillion that we do not have we cannot. It's outrageous. Um, th- this is why when I was state treasurer, Bob, I put the state of Ohio's checkbook online. You know, I, I created OhioCheckbook.com because I-, I wanted the taxpayers to know how the tax money is being spent. And, uh, you know, the-, the politicians hated it because it was transparency and I was shining sunlight on spending and I was transferring the power from the politicians to the people. And that's what I'm going to do when I get to Washington in the U.S. Senate. I'm going to shine sunlight on all the wasteful spending and i'm going to cut the heck out of out of government and biden's going in the total opposite direction you know he's increasing the wasteful spending and listen i I think we need to ask ourselves are these people trying to bring down america because if you if you listen closely to the obama doctrine and you watch how soros spends his money follow his money and if you also, you know, watch Pelosi, Schumer, and how they prioritize their agenda, I personally believe that they are trying to bring down America and bring up other countries because, and essentially they are advancing the Obama doctrine because the Obama doctrine was ashamed of the concept of American exceptionalism. Obama, funded by Soros and enabled by people around him like Valerie Jarrett and Eric Holder and and other really bad people, uh, they were trying to bring down America and bring up other countries, and they want a world equality. You know, they want every country in the world to be equal, and they don't like when America leads. And the reality is what's best for the American people, what's best for families here in Ohio, is when America leads, when America is strongest. And so 
when you look at, you know, your question was about Biden's tax policy, but if you look at his spending policies, tax policies, environmental policies, infrastructure policies, any type, energy policy, any type of policy coming out of this White House, it's all about bringing down America and bringing up other countries. Josh Mandela is my guest. Uh, he wants to be in the uh, United States Senate, the seat currently held by Rob Portman. Josh, um, there are a lot of people who believe there are a lot of different goals um, for the way the Biden administration is running things right now. And I'll say that it's the administration running things, not necessarily Biden. I don't think he on a day-to-day basis knows necessarily what he's doing or where he is. But uh, many are saying he's trying to tear down our capitalist society and rebuild it in in a Marxist model uh, or a socialist model. And uh, I, I can see a lot of reasons to agree with that. Others say they don't want it to be necessarily a socialist model or a Marxist model, just part of a global model, a one-world government where there is no real leadership here anyway. It's a United Nations-led one-world government. All is a part of the Great Reset. All is a part of the redistribution of wealth. All is a part of the Agenda 2030. Where are you on all of that? And be careful how you answer that, because people who, who, who ascribe to either one of those things are called conspiracy theorists. And your opponents, of course, uh, not necessarily your opponents, but your critics will say that as well. But, but is, is the Biden agenda or the Biden uh, and Democrat agenda more toward communism here or global one-world government um, with the United States losing all of its exceptionalism, as you put it? Bob, Bob you know what the uh, difference is between conspiracy theory and fact? What's that? It's about six to 12 months. And I've seen it time and time again when you or I or our friends get called conspiracy theorists. And then lo and behold, a year later, turns out what we were saying was fact. You know, a year ago, if you or I would have said that the uh, coronavirus was a, a bioweapon created in a lab in Wuhan, China, we would have got kicked off Facebook for posting that. A year later, we find out it's it's literally a fact, and not only is it a fact that that the Fauci was actually using our tax money to fund it. And so, I actually don't think either you know path that that you're asking about whether it's trying to turn America into a socialist or communist nation. I don't think that's a conspiracy theory, and I also do not think that the the second path you asked about is a conspiracy theory, um, trying to create a global you know world community. Um, so. I believe they are using socialist policies um, for the ultimate end, for the ultimate goal of creating that that global community. Um, it, it's it's. I think in an ideal world, what they would like is to take the EU model, the European Union model, and spread it worldwide and and have America part of that. And so, you know, as we know, with the EU model. Um, you lose your own like sovereign currency, right? It turns into uh, over there. It's the euro. You know, Obama yeah. and Biden. These guys would have you know some global currency, and they'd have a global, I'm sure, like environmental justice panel or committee, whatever that is. And I'm sure they would be glad to subject our military troops um, to a judicial system that's you know that where the judges from other countries. And so, yeah, I mean that's that's definitely where these guys are going. I mean, they want the EU model um, proliferation of the EU model, you know, globally with America part of it. Josh Mandel is my guest. He is a candidate for the Ohio Senate seat. He's in the big primary field uh, with a bunch of other Republicans. Probably going to end up, excuse me, probably going to end up uh, running against uh, Youngstown's, uh, uh, why am I forgetting him, Uh, 
Uh, Tim, Tim, thank you, Tim Ryan, uh, in the uh, in the Senate race. So, Josh, let me ask you one more thing about Biden and about one of the most ridiculous things that he said. This is at his town hall meeting on Thursday, and I know you've heard this, and all of my listeners have heard this as well, but I want to hear your reaction to Joe Biden mocking the concept of freedom, which, of course, this this republic was was built upon. Now, apologies here. Hold on a second. We've got to make sure that that's hot. Right, it concern me. One are those who just try to make this a political issue. Freedom. I have the freedom to kill you with my COVID. No, I mean, come on. Freedom. The way he says that, Josh Mandel, the way he ta- he's talking about the vaccine mandates and those who oppose the mandates based on freedom, the way he dismisses the idea of freedom so incredibly flippantly and and casually and and uh, condescendingly to me is just bone chilling. This is the leader of the free world saying freedom as if it's something that's just disgusting to him. Freedom. Uh, how did you react to that when you saw that on Thursday night, Josh? It's offensive as a Marine Corps vet who did my small part, carried a weapon in a foreign land to protect our freedom. It's insulting to every young man and woman who served in our military, and especially those who paid the ultimate sacrifice. So we have this freedom. You know, the reason we have freedom here is because over many generations in this country, there are young men and women, our sons and daughters, who've been willing to stand watch in dark places in the middle of the night, in dangerous neighborhoods throughout the world. And uh, it's, it's completely insulting. Uh, on top of that, this is consistent with what they're teaching the kids, right? In, in, in schools, they're trying to teach the kids that America was founded to protect slavery and racism, which we know is completely false. The reality is America was founded to advance the cause of liberty and freedom, that is American history. That is an eternal truth. That is a fact. But the left, whether it's the secular left, the radical left, the Biden administration, they do not want to recognize that eternal truth. It's just, it's very well said, and you're right. And it's just staggering to me that uh, Joe Biden and his team can continue to push these mandates on people in violation of their own freedom, their right to make up their own minds, what medicine they take or do not take with their own bodies, uh, sacrifice that, give that up for what he believes and what Dr. Fauci believes to be, quote, the greater good. Dr. Fauci uh, just basically aligns himself with communism, saying your individual rights end uh, when it's uh, when it's to society's greater benefit that you sacrifice them it's just terrifying that this is the kind of government that we have right now and hopeful i am hopeful that we get a strong-minded conservative senator from ohio uh to change all of that perhaps a lot stronger minded in his conservative principles can't get on the air with bob leave a message 216-525 uh, than the one that we have currently sitting there. Will that be you, Josh Mandel? I don't know, uh, but I certainly uh, like the sound of your uh, message that you are putting out there all across this state. In fact, where are you today? You said you were in Bucyrus. I lovingly call it Bucky Russ. I went to school in Tiffin, which is not far from there, and we uh, we jokingly called uh, Bucyrus Bucky Russ. But where are you headed today? So I'm starting off the day here in Bucyrus in rural Crawford County, and then from here I'm going to Ashland. And then from Ashland, I'm going to Columbiana County, which is uh, out uh, by Youngstown, by the Pennsylvania border. Uh, and then I'm going to be back in uh, good old Cleveland tonight. I'm meeting with a pastor tonight. You know, we're running our campaign not through Republican Party groups, 
but we're running our campaign through churches. Last night, we had over 400 patriots at Solid Rock Church in Lebanon, Ohio. And uh, all over the state, we have this uh, incredible outpouring of patriots who come into these church town halls uh, to, to back my message of protecting the Judeo-Christian bedrock of America and making sure that that Judeo-Christian bedrock not only stands strong, but is passed on to our kids and grandkids and next generations. And, you know, what, what, what I say as I'm traveling the state, people say, like, who are you? What do you stand for? And I say, I'm Josh Mandel. I am pro-God, pro-gun, pro-Trump. It's a strong message, and I did see your posts about where you were and about the separation of church and state and the, the phony or the, uh, the uh, uh, mythical separation of church and state. I completely concur with what you're doing there as well. Josh, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, once again, thank you very much. Uh, have safe travels, and we'll talk to you again. Thanks, Bob. All right, that's Josh Mandel, Ohio, uh, former Ohio treasurer and Ohio Senate candidate. It's 954, and we will be right back. Never before in the history of our country has any president completely and blatantly disregarded the laws of the United States more than what Joe Biden is currently doing. He's doing so willfully. He's doing so purposefully. He is purposely not enforcing the laws of the United States and, in fact, creating a magnet for people to come to the United States, causing thousands to bum rush our border. That's uh, Congressman Chip Roy of Texas yesterday on Tucker calling for the impeachment of Joe Biden for a variety of crimes. You know who I think would agree with that? Peter Kersenow. And Kersenow will join us next to discuss it on AM 1420 The Answer. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.